This is exactly how I heard it. Oh, I met Cheryl Crow in a hot tub in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Exploring Washington State podcast. Here's your host, Scott Cowan. Well, welcome back to this episode of the Exploring Washington State podcast. I am sitting here today with two guests, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. But I I will tell you that before uh, we get started with the interview, I've been sitting here for, what, probably an hour now talking to you and your dad. Yeah. And uh, we've talked about all sorts of random things. So why don't we talk about you now? So, Caroline? Can you introduce yourself to my audience, please? Yes. Hello, Scott's audience. My name is Caroline Carlisle. I am 15. I am a singer-songwriter, entertainer, and um, I play music with my younger brother. We've been in a band for about, uh, well, as long as we've been siblings, so about forever. About for, you're only 15. Forever is longer than 15, by the way, just so you know. And he's How old are you, JJ? Uh, I'm 12. He's 12. So 12. it's only been 12 years. Yeah. yeah. Come on now. You're exaggerating. Well, yeah, t- <laughs> you get used to that. Um, and we've been playing together professionally for four years. And um, okay. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm JJ and I'm 12 and I'm a singer and a musician. And I Are you pretty a songwriter? Much, you write, are you doing any writing yet? I have written one song and I've played it one show. And it was I, it made me very nervous. Did it? Oh, yes. We're going to come back to that then. Okay. Okay. So go on. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Um, and pretty much I just play all the instruments for my sister, and that's pretty okay. about it. And now, please reveal the band's name. Our band is Small Town Strings. And how did you come up with that name? We live in a really, really small town, and we all thought, hey, we all play stringed instruments. Okay. And we're like, well, we, we sing. And we're like, nah, we don't. <laughs> so we're just like, you know what? Small town string sounds really good. Okay. All right. We were running out of time to come up with a name. So we're like, we got to think of something, you guys. Okay. So you've been playing together professionally for four years. Yes. Okay. You grew up, well, you're growing up in a musical household. Your dad's a, dad's a musician. Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll come back to other family members, maybe. Mm-hmm. How did you get your start in music? Was, were your mom and dad, like, did they, like, make you play? Did they, like, give you an instrument and say, here, you're going to learn how to play piano? Or did you, what, what's your earliest memory of playing music? So, well, my aunt, she was in the music scene, like, 2007 when I was born. She was, like, getting up and doing bigger shows. And so, literally, when I was born, I was in the music scene because we would be at her shows supporting her. And um, and then I really liked the idea as a little kid. I loved doing karaoke nights in front of my family. I loved the idea of being a star and being on stage and all of that attention. <laughs> and um, then I started playing guitar for like 15 minutes at like age eight. Okay. And then a year later, I got my banjo. And I started practicing and playing that. And my banjo became my entire personality. And... After when I got my banjo, JJ got his fiddle, and we started taking lessons, just okay. like good old fashioned bluegrass lessons. So JJ, fiddle was your first instrument. Fiddle was my first instrument. Why fiddle? Um, there 
my aunt's cello player, Josh, I met him and talked with him for a long time and just seeing him and how he played out there. It was very dramatic and I felt like a fiddle explained a lot more feeling than just a really excitedness in, a, in, the, in someone. It explained like a lot of emotion. Okay. So that's what really inspired me to play the fiddle. That's a really mature thought. <laughs> and is, honestly, that's very cool, dude. <laughs> and props to him for being eight and starting to play fiddle. I don't know if you've, because <clears throat> fiddle is a fretless instrument, so it takes one hundred percent a person's internal uh, pitch and knowledge of playing because there's no guidelines like physically on how to play that. I did not know that it was a fretless instrument. That's even more. But your just your reasoning why you picked that instrument. I think we could just stop the interviews <laughs> over. All right, but we're not. We're gonna keep going. All right. So you started playing. Now, you guys live in Curlew. Yes. Okay. Were you living in Curlew then? I think we. I think we were. Yeah. So you started taking lessons. Yes. Yes. Now I have probably. I don't know if I've ever been to Curlew. I've been to Republic a long time ago. So I think of Republic as being bigger than Curlew. Is that right? Yes. So there's a million people to choose from for music lessons. Not at all. So that's where I'm going. It's like you you pick fiddle. You're playing banjo. Not the most common instruments. That's why we picked them. I know. But also, isn't it harder to get instruction? We have one music teacher where we live, and she's a very dear and close friend of ours now. Um and she was like, she, there's two, well, actually, there's one in Republic, there's one in Curly. Let's okay. give them both credit. Okay. But she was, she kind of like, she learned to play everything, and her entire life passion is to be able to teach everything to kids. Oh. And so she plays mandolin, banjo, fiddle, guitar, and okay. bass. And so she got us our start, probably took lessons from her for like three years, Two, three, 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 a long time. And then Very long we time. sort of just became self-taught after that. So you're going to like on YouTube to look at how people are playing yeah. banjo? Yeah. Okay. Put you on the spot. Best banjo player. Um. Okay. Put you on the spot. What are we thinking? Like of nope. all time? You're, you're, uh, let me rephrase that question. Your favorite banjo player? Allison Brown or Allison Russell? Okay. Your well, favorite fiddle, your favorite fiddle player, uh, probably Luke Bola. Okay. Our our mentors are gonna want, listen to this and be like, "Hey, why didn't you say me, huh?" Well, that's the problem with questions like that is you're you're always gonna <laughs> it's upset controversial. somebody. You're always gonna upset somebody. What's your favorite color? Well, I like blue and green. Well, green's upset with you because you didn't say green first. Okay. <laughs> so you take lessons for three years. And then you've become self-taught with a lot of influence, and probably, do you get, do you get, do people give you advice like, hey, you should check this out, like, unsolicited? Yeah. Or like, yeah, unsolicited. All, yeah, all of the time. But the thing is that you can't ever like think that you're too good for anybody's unsolicited advice because I have gotten the best piece of advice and the best piece of music to listen to from complete and total strangers. Okay. All right. So when you first went professional, what was that? Define what professional means in your world. I mean, we got, you got paid, or what? How did you? How the band come together? 
What was the motivation there? We we played our first gig for a family reunion of 20 people. Okay. And we got paid for that. We got paid like $10. No, that's that's so no. myself short. We got paid like 100 bucks. No. And well, she might have, and she might not have split it with you. G- oh, I, I, snap! <laughs> I, you might want to check that out, JJ. I, I didn't get paid anything. <laughs> um, oh, the family. <laughs> and we we did that, and then we did more small shows like that. And I'm going to consider that's the first time we do it, did it professionally, okay. because they were real gigs. We set up. We got paid. Okay. Earlier today, we're gonna we bounce around a lot. Earlier today, uh, your dad was sharing a story about um, a trailer door. And uh, okay, you, yes, it was me. No, no, okay. no, no. We were. I wasn't gonna bring all that up, but you were on tour. Yes. Okay, so let's talk about that tour. That's recent, to right, be clear. That, right. Yeah. Okay, so call call it summer 2022 summer tour. Flat broke tour specifically. It's flat broke tour. So it's legally billed as. Okay, so let's talk about the flat broke tour. Yes. Why? First off, why why flat broke? Because <laughs> we're the objective is to come out of this summer adventure and not be in debt. Okay, okay. Are so are you taking a break from tour right now, or is summer tour done? Summer tour is not done. Summer tour is not done. So we're on. You're we're. We're chilling right now for a few yeah. days. Okay. We're doing what we're calling a songwriting retreat right song now. Songwriting retreat. Well, this yeah. is a very cool place to be retreating. <laughs> All right. So, summer tour. How many shows? Ooh. Starting, the Gorge was our first one. I, I know we did eight for that really long stretch with the XOBCs. We did, um, you just said we did the Gorge, and then we did like, Four shows in California, and then we did some, we did like two in Nashville, and then we did like five in Salt Lake City, Montana-ish, and I'm counting like just busking on the side of the street. I'm counting that as a show because all of the work that goes into like a regular show goes into that. So when you were busking, was that a planned event? Or was it just because it's Tuesday and we're tired, we're going to pull over and we're going to be in Butte, Montana, so we'll go go on the street corner and busk? Yes. yes and no. Sometimes it's planned. Sometimes it's that. Most of the time it's that. Most of the time it's that. Yeah. Or Caroline sees a lot of people and she's like, wait, 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 grab the instruments. Let's go. Come on. It's really, really fun. Yeah. And you think it's fun? I do think it's really, really fun. Because... Now, see, earlier, he lied to me. Because earlier, <laughs> we were talking about playing at the Brick in Roslyn. And you said you'd be nervous if she sprung it on you, but if you had time to think about it, you could do it. Now you're telling me you can hop out of the van and not be nervous? <laughs> well, that's because if we go in there and cold call them, we know people are going to be eating or I, I don't know what that place is. Okay. They're going to be ordering food or there's going to be people in there working. Right. And I know people are going to listen to me. But when I just go out to busk, people are going to walk by, see me, or they don't see me. So I don't feel like I'm on the spot. Having to know that people are like watching me, like they're hearing he's me. He's no fun. I can't make him. He's not flinching. You. He's he's very self. Yeah, you're very self-actualized. Yes. Very cool. Flinching. Good. Good. Trust me, it's okay. a good thing. Okay. It's a good thing. <laughs> All right, we're good. So, so you're touring. Okay. So you throw this out. I mean, I got, I got to. You, you just threw out. Oh, we played the gorge. Like it was, you know. We played the Grange Hall down the street in Republic. 
Which we did, actually. Okay. <laughs> so, let's talk about the Gorge. Okay. One of those iconic Washington State venues. Beautiful venue. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that all come together? So, I want to clarify something what we mean by playing at the gorge we played at the venue but we didn't play on this stage okay um it was still by the way where we played just as cool just as beautiful right and how that came about is my aunt has a wine company she got the xobc wine company okay and xobc yes it's it's what it's XO, mm-hmm. which is like hugs, kisses, Hugging and then Brandy Carlisle. Brandy Carlisle. Okay. Yes, All and right. so XOBC Sellers is her wine company. Okay. And they hired us to. They have what we call a Camp XOBC. Okay. So it's where these people come in to this event and they get to drink uh, free wine for like what is it? Usually two hours. Two hours. And yeah. they pay to be there. They pay for membership. So to be it's there. not free wine. It's not free wine because they, (laughs) well, they don't pay by the glass. They pay for a membership. Right. And so they hired us to be their live music for that, just for the gorge. Okay. And then we had so much fun. We had so much fun with like the facilitators of the event and the crowd was great. And as a band, we had a great time. Okay. So we just, every time that we could get to one of their XOBC camps, we would do them. So how often are these XOBC camps? Usually, anytime the venue, if the venue is available to do mm-hmm. something like that, then they'll do it. Okay. Sometimes it's like Red Rocks where it's like carved into a weird mountain. You can't really pull all of the stuff there and it's kind of weird. But sometimes it's like the gorge where there's plenty of flat space to do it. Right. Okay. So you played a, we'll call it a private event then at the yeah. gorge. A private event at the gorge. Still, you do realize that. A lot of musicians in Washington State would give their right arm to be able to say they played the gorge. Yeah, you do. You do realize that, yeah. right? Yeah. You guys are yeah, you guys are aware of this. We're okay. very aware of that. We're very grateful to be able to do it. Okay, right. we say it's like like we say it like it's not that cool. We're just really cool. We do it no, all the you, time. You, you, she, you guys are saying it not like it's not cool. You're saying it like it's Ca- normal. It's casual, normal. It'd be casual. It's like we played the gorge. We just yeah. we walked we across played, the lawn. We played Red Lo- Red Rocks. <laughs> we, we played the you know we're Grand Ole Opry in Nashville not <laughs> yet I wish okay, oh, so that'd be great. we're gonna go way out of my normal order here one of the questions I love to ask musicians and this is about Washington State but I'm gonna we're, we're I'm gonna so I'm gonna ask you the question twice okay okay first off where's the coolest place in Washington that you played like for you like this is cool like I really think this is a cool place I love private venues because. Like, give me an example of one. Uh, in Washington State. In Washington State, if you yeah. can. Um, I'm gonna say the Gorge. Honestly. Okay. It's yeah. Is the Gorge Washington? is so great because it's so centrally located for us and all of our Washington family. Mm-hmm. So what we can do is we can all like all of my grandparents, great uncles, will all take our motorhomes and we'll go backstage mm-hmm. with our motorhomes and we'll have a big Carlisle family camping trip at the Gorge. And okay. that's why it's my favorite. That's your favorite. Okay. Yes. In Washington. In Wa- JJ? Um I really like the I really like the gorge because um we get to hang out with all the family. That's really fun. But I really like it because when you go backstage, you see like um uh, there was this performer. I 
can't remember her name, but she went to go play the gorge, and I met her in Mexico at Girls Want a Weekend, and I met her in a hot tub not knowing that it was a really famous... It was Sheryl Crow, wasn't it? Sheryl Crow. There it is. So I'm going to repeat what you just said. (laughs) Or what I heard. Yeah. This is exactly how I heard it. Oh, I met Cheryl Crow in a hot tub in Mexico. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's exactly how it went. No, 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 me too, honestly. He's like, I met this lady. And then she like played on stage and she was like, if it makes you happy. I'm that's like, just... Girl, that's Cheryl Crow. And she's like, oh, yeah, she's a pretty cool lady. It's Cheryl Crow, dude. Car- Carolyn was freaking out in the motorhome. She's like, her expressions were... All right. Really funny. All right. Really good. We so love you, Cheryl. Part two of the question then is, coolest venue that you've played at, period. So you can you can be now, okay. All right. So, JJ, you, you look like you got something to say. Um, there was this venue, um, the lady's name was Nikita, and we went to her house, and it's her backyard. We played at people's backyards, uh-huh. and they had little patios we played on. And this, she sold, we sold, that was our first venue. We sold out all the tickets to, and then 30 extra. So we played there for 130 people, 130 people, three hours. And afterwards there was a huge after party. And that's, um, there was this guy, he got up on the last song with a banana shaker. He's a really, one of those fruit shakers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he had a pool. He was their neighbor. He had a huge pool next door. We thought it was going to be like a hot tub pool, you know, and there's going to be a lot of people we would want to get out, right? No. Huge saltwater pool in his backyard. It's all heated. It was crazy. It was really, really fun. All right. So we got Nikita's backyard. Yes. Yeah. And your your favorite venue all over? My favorite venue all of life. Honestly, I love all of our private shows that we've ever done in people's backyards. Nikita's backyard was amazing. And it's just, it's like a, like a full-on venue, too. Right. It's in her backyard, like, overlook the city. Amazing. And then... What, what what state was this in? Utah. In Utah. Okay. Salt Lake City. Okay. And um, and then we did Allie Pitts, was her name, and she had a backyard venue, and it was so pretty. It was in the hills of Montana. Oh, wow. Okay. And so it was, like, rolling hills, and we played late into the night because it was so beautiful. So I'm gonna agree with JJ and say Ali Pitts and Nikita's house are my favorite like yeah, okay. venues that we've headlined. That you've headlined, okay? Yeah. All right. Well, let's go back to your musical upbringing now. See, we bounce around a lot here. So you guys started taking lessons. Yeah, don't try to follow along. It's not gonna go in a straight line yeah. anywhere. Okay? It's just not. JJ, just trust me. <laughs> He's con- very organized. He's like, I don't like this. No, it, it, just relax. Where's the set go, list? Go with it. Yeah, no set list. We're going to improvise. We may play the same song twice today. Don't know. All right. All right? Just go with me. It's my show. <laughs> You're taking lessons. What else do you guys... Okay. So you're both in school? Yes. Where do you go to school? Online public school. Online public school. Yes. Okay. Do you like going to school online? Yes. So we much. We love our schools. Okay. Why? You can go first if you want, JJ. Um, be- Because I feel like going to an online school, um, I can take it anywhere. Like when we're on the road, I'm not required to like have a booklet and have to lose it. It's all on just a computer. It's okay. really easy to travel with. All right. 
Same reason as him. It's we would not be able to do our job if we didn't have the schools that we go to. And plus, um, I love personally, I love my teachers too, especially my advisor. She, when I told her, uh, last winter for Girls One Weekend, hey, I have to take two weeks off school in the middle of the trimester and go to a different country. We cool with that? And she said, Yeah, we're cool with that. Just don't fail anything. And I was like, Cool. So, what's your favorite class? Um, maybe Kian's gonna judge me. Math. I'm gonna judge you. <laughs> oh no! Don't don't even say the whole music is math thing. I know. I, I know, but math. Mm. I like science. You like science and math. Okay, so you're kind of that analytical, logical guy, which kind of goes with the whole what you said about taking the fiddle up at seven years of age. It's gonna blow. It's gonna blow your mind. You ready for this? I love history and creative writing. So the exact opposite. Yeah, I can. I can. I can kind of see both, and both make perfect sense actually. Okay, so. Grades? Good grades? Um, My mom will allow us to uh, continue our school as long as we have A's or B's. My mom's an educator. Right. She's actually the vice principal of yes. our school. Uh, your mom's the vice principal of the school? Yes. Okay, so we could go two directions with that. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> so your mom's the vice principal of the school, so she's keeping track of your curriculum, making sure yep. that you're making progress. That's cool. Well, we have two different schools. I know, but, but you're... But your mom is overseeing your, your education. Yes. Okay. And we love her for that. Right. What grade are you in now? I'm going into seventh. You're going and you're going going into my sophomore year. You're going into your sophomore year. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. Jeez. All right. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> for you, Caroline, what do you think you're gonna do when you're done with high school? Uh I'm not I'm not 100% sure. I okay. think because of this career and because I'm starting in this career so young, you can't really have uh you can't really lay the plan out all on paper because I might go to college and if I do, I definitely want to go uh either get a business degree or get a degree in teaching because like my mom I do love teaching, I love kids. And um but if not, I if not, I'm just going to keep making writing more music, keep touring and doing stuff like that. Okay, so JJ, we expect you to have everything laid out because you're going into seventh grade. So what's the plan after high school? <laughs> <laughs> I have everything laid yeah, out, yeah. all organized. Um, I have absolutely no plan. I'm just hoping that when she gets a driver's license, I, not that college isn't great. I won't have to go to college, and I'll be able to just go on the road and tour. But if I do go to college and get a degree, I want to be a pilot really, really bad. A pilot? Yes. Not uh, a commercial pilot, like... I just get my license so I can have a little plane. Like a single you know. engine Cessna, yeah, yeah. they can fly. Yeah. Okay. Four-seater, you know. Or fly me around. <laughs> fly, so fly I gigs. see how this is going to work. You're going to use her for her driver's license. Yes. And then she's going to use you for the pilot's license. Yes. Got it. Okay. We have a family plan. I like yeah. it. All right. Driver's license is coming very soon, actually. That's terrifying, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the worst thing about being on the road? I have a few. You can go first, JJ. No, you, you go first, please. So, I think the one that's affected me most recently is tour bus bathroom rules. Okay? 
<laughs> you're laughing. You're laughing. But I'm laughing because of something your dad said earlier today. I don't know if you were up there, but he was talking to somebody on the phone, and, the, and he was saying how the, the bathroom, he had to repair the bathroom because it wasn't working here. Yeah. So I'm la- that's why I'm laughing. Sorry. So the thing is with tour bus bathrooms is sometimes the water isn't great sometimes because of smells and cleanliness. You have to put chlorine in the water tank, not chlorine, just like bleach to keep it all clean and not nasty. Which is just fine. But because it's a motorhome, you can't take a shower in there. I mean, sometimes you can take like a military shower where you, mm-hmm. you know, and also because there's bleach in the water, you can't wash your hair or wash your face. Well, you can, but you would regret it. <laughs> you know, you would regret it. Yes, absolutely. And sometimes when you're on the road, you can only go to number one in the bathroom. Right. And. I had such bad acne problems because I couldn't wash my face because either you're going to get like a stinking burn from bleach or you're not going to do anything at all. It was not good. All right. So that's kind of RV life. That's RV life. And it can be worked around. Okay. It's, it can be worked around. All right. JJ, how about you? Um, I got two. The bathrooms is a huge problem. Yes, absolutely. Having to wake up or like our motorhome, it has slides. Uh-huh. So dad's like, all right, at 3 a.m., you have to wake up, get off your bed so he can put the slide in, then you get to get back on. And if and, and unlike me, where I can just go wake up for an hour and then just go back to sleep. Right. I'm he awake for like, I, I can't go back to sleep and I'll just be tired. He'll be like, why don't you go take a nap? And I'll be like, I've tried. I can't. Okay. I, I just can't. Okay. Actually, the I think... The, the sleep thing would be really, it, it really is a thing. hard. Okay. All right. So now let's go to the other side. What's the best thing about being on the road? Um, Getting to sit in the front seat with my dad because normally I'm either in the back seat or somewhere else not getting to be with him, but we all get to crowd around him and like look out the same window and everywhere because it's a motorhome and... We're all very, very, a lot more close together, and you can, like, wa- walk around if you're, like, I don't know, in traffic. You don't have to sit there with your seatbelt well, your and your does. iPad. My, yeah. my dad. <laughs> and that sucks for him a little bit. A little bit. All right. But How about you? What's the best thing about being on tour? I, I love I love the adventures. I love traveling, and it's the first time I've ever done something like this, and it has been such a learning curve for so many different things. You have to learn a different lifestyle being on the road, how to be in close quarters with six people. It's a learning curve, and it's been great, and we've loved every second of it. And um, we've seen so many amazing things. We drove through Yellowstone in the motorhome, which was awesome. Saw some antelope. That was really cool. Never seen one of those in my life. Really? Okay. All right. And it was... um, and then, like the motorhome, it's, it's small things too, because like the motorhome has speakers that go around the entire the entire thing, and so we can all listen to the same music at the same time together. But do you all like the same music? That's that's the thing. Because I'm in, so since it's an audio format, I'm going to have to do some description here. So JJ is wearing a Pink Floyd The Wall T-shirt. Yes. Which is you know kudos to him. And Caroline's wearing an Elton John '70s inspired T-shirt. So kudos to your parents. But. Do you actually like Pink Floyd? I do like Pink Floyd, but I love Elton John. Okay. I also like Foo Fighters. I, I do like Foo Fighters. Okay. How about you? Um, I'm not. 
It's so hard. Don't don't come for me. I'm not a huge Pink Floyd or Foo Fighters fan. I mean, okay. I like some of that 90s type grungy stuff. I mean, I like it. But I love all of the 70s soft rock, glam rock. So I love David Bowie and Elton John. I like Hollow Notes and Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And like Janis Joplin and Carole King. And I like Michael Jackson. I really like Michael Jackson. Just. And David Bowie. Michael Jackson before Thriller or Thriller and after? Oh, snap. Before, thr- before Thriller. You're okay, kid. Uh, That's a controversial uh, yeah. question, JJ. Oh, no. Good job. I, I, I know this. That's okay. I mean, all right. All right. I think so where did you guys <laughs> get exposed to the 70s glam rock? And, and, and This is something that you might not expect. So I won't speak for you because I'm not sure. But for me... It was my mom's stepdad, who has no musical inclinations whatsoever. He drove a hay truck for 45 years. Okay. And he loves that stuff. And that's where I got exposed to it. Okay. And he gave me a bunch of his old vinyl records, and he saw all of them live back in the day. Okay. JJ, how about you? How did you get exposed to, to Pink Floyd? <laughs> um, my, un- my uncle Chris and my c- cousin, his name is Bo, I was um in in their truck going for like a three hour drive to Spokane to do something with cars. They love those. Okay. And um, I I there was this song that came on and they go, oh, this is Pink Pink, Pink Floyd, and they were like dancing to it and headbanging. I'm like, yeah, I think I like this. And I started headbanging. And they're like, yeah, that really got me into that. But my grandma got me into all the Michael Jackson, um, Fleetwood Mac, David Bowie, Elton John, all that. Yeah, kind of funny. My grandma. Why <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta say it? <laughs> I love that. All right, so if you could only go see one band or performer, oh, I hate this question. Makes me sad. Who would you, who, dead or alive? Oh. We got the same one. We yeah. got the same one. Dead or alive, who would you want to who would you want to see and why? One, three. Oh, okay. We'll, the two? okay. We'll one, two, three. John, John Prine. Prine. Really? Yes. yes. I knew you were going to say that. Why? I, okay. Now I saw when I was reading your website, you know, John Prine's name came up, and I was going to bring this up. So I'm glad you guys. Actually, that's really interesting. That you. Why? Why John Prine? Caroline, it, it's her story to tell. I just really love him for his music. Okay. So, John and Fiona have been close to our family for a long time. And, well, not like not like close, but mainly close to my aunt. She's known them for a long time. And we do love them both. But um, I only got to meet John once that I can remember. And this is actually a story has come from people telling it to me. Okay. I was like five or six on the Camo cruise. And we were, there's a rule in when we were little, is that we couldn't be in an elevator unless we were holding an adult's hand. My mom has four kids, and you don't want one of them just, when the elevator door's open, running out and getting lost. Or do you? (laughs) She might have different opinions now than she did a couple years ago, so. (laughs) But I was in this elevator with my aunt and with John and with other various people, family members. And I wasn't holding any adult's hand. And so I reached up. And I grabbed one of John's fat fingers, and he looked down at me, and I looked up at him, and he just smiled 
And someone took a picture right as those elevator doors were closing, and that is the only and my favorite memory that I have of him. That's a cool story. It is a cool story. That's a really cool story. And Do you I, have the photograph? No, I don't. I don't have it. It's it's circled around, and I haven't gotten it in my possession yet. Uh, you, you need to get that. That's a, I, that, that's I, a cool. I look for it. It that, is. That's a cool, cool story. Okay. But I feel like I also haven't really gotten like into his music until as of recent because I was six. So. All right. So who are you guys listening to now? Who? What? What's? Uh. Well, let me ask you this two-part question. What do you listen to for fun? Okay. And what do you listen to for? professional reasons like learning like who's doing something cool or you know what so who do you listen to for fun like jj how do you listen to music on like spotify yes uh, i listen to it on spotify yeah so what's your playlist right now what's what's currently your playlist like what songs are or just what the yeah what are you of, listening to um i'm listening to a lot of um the new stuff my aunt's working with a lot of new people mm-hmm. i'm listening to them and i'm also listening to like I said, uh, David Bowie, Michael Jackson, Elton John, and the songs I listen to for, um, for like work reasons. I think um, I gotta listen to a lot of bluegrass. Like I have a little Spotify set list on my phone. Mm-hmm. I do have one, and I and I listen to it with my earbuds all the time. So when I go to play the song, it's very natural and easy for me to play. Like my kids, like, oh, you you find that harmony so easy. I know. Yeah, because I have to sing with it all the time, and and I practice it really, really hard. Okay, because so. we do cover songs. So. Right. So, Caroline, what do you what are you listening to for enjoyment? For enjoyment, I listen to a lot of like um, indie pop and just fun stuff like that. So, I like Haley Hendrix a lot. Okay. And I listen to Allison Russell a lot for funsies, and and plus she's just she's just so great. And this band called Sway Wild. They actually were friends with uh, both of them, Dave McGraw and Mandy Fur. They stayed at our house when they did a show where we live. Okay. And um, so I love listening to them. Who else? For fun, I'm like picturing my playlist in my head so I can give you an accurate. I dance to all the songs. Yeah. Um, Lucius. Love Lucius. Love John Batiste. Um... Sort of like like Earth, Wind, and Fire for fun. Um, One of the best concerts I ever went to. Really, you went to Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, love all of Journey, and then like of course like '80s stuff like Whitney Houston and Cyndi Lauper. Okay. And but professionally. Oh, in Bon Jovi. Yeah. Thank go. you, JJ. She just like say Bon Jovi, <laughs> and then professionally. Um, for my dad's sake, we listen to a lot of the Judds. Okay. And I listen to a lot of listen to some Yeba because she is a vocal powerhouse and she's amazing. Okay. Um when I listen to people who give me songwriting inspiration like Shell Crow yeah. and um you John Prime. You should have sat in the hot tub with her. I know, right? Yeah. It was really, really um, fun. Actually, this is new, surprisingly, when I need um, like like a brain cleanse. I listen to a lot of classical music. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. So what do your parents listen to that you don't like musically? My dad, um, he really likes bluegrass. Okay. Like, um, he likes grunge, and I really like grunge. She hates it. You don't like grunge? I don't want to say hate, because I like, like, I like Blind Melon. 
and I like um, I like live, but it's basically it. That's just not your thing. It's not my thing. Okay. Like I like select grunge. So your dad likes grunge. So that you could do without that. I could do without. What it. What about your mom? So that's where the '90s country comes in. She was the one who originally introduced us to like the Judds and Trisha Yearwood, and like Faith Hill and Pam Tillis and stuff like that. But do you and you like that? I do like. So it, what yeah. does she listen to that you don't like? Um, what is she listens to? Um, some of the newer country that I'm not a huge fan of. Okay. Like the really new ones, like like the new like as of like 2020 stuff that I'm okay. not a huge fan of. Okay, it's not all bad, but I don't like most of it. It's just not your thing. Not my thing. Okay, no. all right. My and then with the grunge with my dad. Okay. So if you had to go see a grunge band, had to. I had to. Had to. Life or death. Who would you go see? Neil Young. He's not grunge. I know. He is. He's no, the he's king not. of grunge. He, you know Neil what? Young's awesome, but he's not grunge. I mean, I know that they call him the grandfather of grunge. Yeah, but he's, he's not. King. His like. It's it's. it's well, I, li- I like his version. What they call grunge, even if it's not grunge. I'm, I like. Oh, I love Neil plays. Young. I'm not telling you Neil Young's a bad yeah. choice. Like, I would love to see Neil Young. Yes. Love to see Neil Young. I just don't think of him as. I know. I know. Like Eddie Vedder worships him like the the grunge king and all that. But I'm completely with, with you. I don't think he's grunge either. But I'd love to go see like his Harvest or Harvest Moon live. Yeah. I'd love yeah. the. Those are awesome, beautiful albums. Okay. Love it. So. But, Back to you, Caroline. You're not getting out of this. So I have to see you have a to go. See, you have to go see a grunge band, and I've already told you you can't see Neil Young. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Can't use that one. Probably. Probably Evanescence. Would you consider that grunge? Mm-hmm. As much as Neil Young. Okay. As much as Neil Young, so I won't say Evanescence, but I will say Blind Melon then, because go, I go. like like out of their entire. Photography. I like enough that I would see them in concert. Okay. All right. Very cool. Because it's not like super intense. Okay. Our dad would have a lot of opinions on this. Here, here. Yeah. And, 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 and I have my opinions on it too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, you know, and by the way, both of your opinions are wonderful, by the way. Yeah. They're, they're not, there's no, it's music. You can't be wrong. Yeah. I yeah. might not like something. You <laughs> might say, I really like You can't act. be wrong, but I sure as heck can be right. Yeah. I mean, so that's the beautiful thing about music is that, you know, a, and if you only like one genre of music, I think you're, as a, I think you deserve better. Like you deserve to like broaden your horizons. Like there's so much more. That's a great way to put it. Instead of like saying that's like you, you are stupid for not liking. No, it's like if, if one of your friends only listens to, let's say K-pop. Okay, they might be wrong. We have but, those friends. Right, but, <laughs> but, if, if, but they need to, like, I think, you need to listen. It doesn't mean you're going to like listening to bluegrass. Let's just say you introduce your friend that likes K-pop only and you introduce them to some bluegrass. That might be a hard stretch. Mm-hmm. Like, But they should... There's interesting elements in all musical sure. styles, yeah. I think. Yeah. Because you know? a lot of the bands that you've named, I'm going, yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them. I've seen them. I mean, I've been pretty lucky to see... Almost all the bands you've named, by the way. I'm trying. Have you seen I, John? I, I never saw John. Oh. Um, see, that would be the biggest flex for me is to see John. Yeah, um, but I've seen Bowie multiple times. Okay. What? 
Yeah. I want to see Bowie so bad. Oh, sorry, he's no longer available to play. <laughs> <laughs> Come so, play in Philadelphia. <laughs> he's David Bowie has left the building. Yes. Um, and I was he's really no to, be, longer to be very honest with you, the last time I saw him, I was very disappointed in it. Honestly, and in it was it was the last tour where he was going to play his old music, you know, because he was in that band called Tin Men. Yeah. I, yeah. I never cared for that stuff personally. So this was his last tour of playing his his music yeah what what, what we think of a david bowie music yeah. and it was um, changes in space oddity type stuff yeah and it was i was i was like in the third row i was very close as, yes. as you could be and it was so heavily scripted i used to think he was lip syncing and i don't think he was lip syncing but it was so heavily scripted that it wasn't i really love to see musicians when they I know you guys sing this. You're gonna play the same chords, and you're gonna you're gonna sing the same lyrics because it's a song, right? It's a song, yeah. But I like it when when a band. Well, let's stretch out the solo. We're we're having fun. Let's stretch this out a little bit, and yeah. not because. It, but we can't do it because the the AV system behind us has got all this stuff, and we have to. We can't yeah. be out. It of eventually sync. becomes emotionless. Yeah, I I like to see, and I'd rather see somebody mess up. Not because I want to see them mess up, but I, I want to know that they're actually playing and having having an exp- a direct experience with the audience. Yeah. You know. And, you know, sometimes it's hard because these people get old, but like... Right. But do you guys... Do, are you guys... Do you guys play along to a track? No. We, no. All, we do it all live. We're, we don't have enough money to afford that equipment. Okay. All right. <laughs> Even though I really do love people who do like live sampling, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a, 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 a musician by the name of Keller Williams? No. Interesting guy. You might you might like what he's done in the past. Okay. Did you ever see a band called or heard of a band called String Cheese Incident? I, I've only heard of the band because that name is so like Yeah. They they, they got a pretty cool mandolin player in there. Um, oh cool. Their older music is to me is cooler than their they went kind of more into trance music and in that which is fine but it's trance I, music i kind of liked more the 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 faux country bluegrass stuff that they were yeah. doing um but keller would play with them and so he would live sample things and it was just him and an acoustic guitar and he was building some pretty cool sounds together yeah. all right um what do you guys so you're playing a show at the time that we're recording this you're going to be playing a show september 8th in okanagan at the fair yeah. And what I think you told me earlier was that you're doing two sets. And you're like, isn't it like five hours of music? Uh, or something like that. A lot Not of music. 100%. It's, it's a long time, longer okay. than we've done. Okay. Okay. So we really, okay. So this is unusual for you. It'll be a stretch. Yeah. Okay. So what are you guys going to pull? And not that, I'm, when I say, what are you guys going to play? I don't mean like, hey, where's the set list? Let's break it out. But like, <laughs> you said you play covers. So like, give me an example of some covers you're playing right now. Um, well, Space Oddity, because we're on the subject. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. JJ sings it too. Really? Yeah, yeah, and I play it. Very cool. Full on does he gets his mandolin on plays that saxophone solo. It's great. All right. So space. Okay. <laughs> Coming so, in with a big one there. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Knocked me off my game. What else? Um, Fix you by Coldplay. Okay. Um, the chain by uh, Fleetwood Mac. Mac. Really? Every once in a while we'll do that one. And then uh, don't think twice by Bob Dylan. Okay. What's your current favorite song that you're playing live these days? Space Oddity. Space Oddity. Space Oddity? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's so fun. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's, that and Fix You. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Space Oddity. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, um, the 8th of September is not going to be our most recent show. So no, no, I know. I just know that that's coming up because it's actually on my calendar that I'm going to try to attend that one. So I know that it's there. That's why I was asking. Well, how long are you in town on this side of the mountain? I live on the side of the mountains. Okay. Well, we have two this week. Where are you playing? Uh, um, the Thomas and Family Farm at the Sunflower Patch. Where's that at? It's um, it's in the Bonnie Lake. In the oh, by, area. okay. Oh, so you're saying this side of the mountains like it's the west side. I, yeah. I, I'm still thinking I'm on the east side of the mountain. So west side, I won't. So where else? Okay. Where else are you playing? And then, so that at the Sunflower Patch. And that the this brewery, I love the name. It's called the Odd Otter. And I'm oh. not sure where that is, but it's it's in this in that area. Okay. So no, I won't be on the west side. I Okay, we'll see you in Okanagan then. That is my intention that I've built my 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 business schedule around being able to attend that show. Cool. Yes. Awesome. So, yeah. So, taking the fair because I've never been to the fair. So, I'll go check it. Experience in. for the both Do of us. Do you guys want to play the Pilot Fair? Have you ever played the Pilot Fair? I don't even know if I've ever been. I think I have, but I was little. See, I think the Pilot Fair would be a really cool... As a Washingtonian, I think playing the Pilot Fair would be a really cool, cool. venue. It's pretty small. It's an old... You know, it's a rodeo arena, right? So it's, oh, that's cool. So it's like the OMAC Stampede Arena, but old. Okay? I saw Santana there. Um, really? Yeah. It was, I do like Santana. It was a really... It, very... I mean, there's maybe 3,000 people. You know, it's not, it's not real big. Well, but that's it's pretty good for us. But they get yeah, but they get they get really cool acts. Um, wide range of wide range of music, cool. music acts. So that'd be fun. I think you guys would you guys I think it'd be fun to hear you guys there. So let's keep talking about summer tour. Okay. How many more shows do you approximately have? We, we have no yeah, idea. There's, there's no video. We have no clue. We thought we were going to be done in home two weeks ago, but here we are. We just keep adding them. So does your mom and dad book your shows? Yes. And it's like the old-fashioned way of booking stuff, too. So it's like you Google music venues in Smithsville, and then you just give them a call and just see what happens. Really? Yeah. It's not very efficient. <laughs> no, but that's pretty cool, though. Okay. Except for when you're like left on red for two weeks and you're like stranded in Smithsville because you don't know if you're going to get the gig or not. And if you do get it, it'll be awesome. But if you don't, you need to know so you can go home. Okay. <laughs> so when you guys aren't doing music and you're not in school, what do you like to do for fun? Go ahead. What? You. You go first. You go first. You go first. Okay. Um, mine's not, I'm going to be honest. I do not have a lot of hobbies outside of my music, Okay. but <laughs> I do like cooking. Okay. What do you like to cook? Um, for dinner, I like to make like roasted vegetables. Like I make good asparagus and stuff like that. The vegetables and I love cheese too. And so I do like you guys like have a garden at your house? Do you grow your own yeah. stuff? Okay. So you, is, do you like, do you like working in the garden? No. <laughs> I'm not a huge outdoorsy person. Okay. I am a little studio rat. I'm not a big outdoorsy person. Okay. All right. I like swimming. Okay. And I like baking. Okay. I like doing cakes and decorating cakes. Okay. But so you're more of an indoors person. Yeah. That's I do thing. like my horses, though. You have horses? I do have horses, yes. Okay, cool. So, JJ, what do you like to do? Um, I like the outdoors a lot. I mean, I love baking, but okay. I, I'm not a really awesome baker. Like, I don't decorate cakes. I'll make, like, banana bread. 
because I've done that like a hundred times. But he makes it really, really well, though. He's like perfected it. Or okay. like I recently just tried cinnamon muffins and I screwed those up <laughs> a oh, lot, well. really bad. Oh well. Um. Try again. So I like outdoorsy stuff. I really do like working in the garden, actually, with my sister. I don't like pulling weeds. <laughs> okay, so you yeah. like working in the garden? Not necessarily you pulling like weeds. Stuff. You like you're like attached at the hip to fishing. Okay, so fishing is. Like, my absolute hobby. I would choose it over music. Like, I do music, like, 50% because I enjoy making people happy and seeing their faces light up when they hear me. And then the other 50% is knowing that there's lakes where I can fish. I mean, right, there's a river right by us right now that I've been fishing in. So okay, Have you caught anything? Um, I caught a, a really small fish, and I let it go because I had no idea there were fish in here. I, I, had I was going to say, I didn't really think this doubts. river was, was, a, was Does known. Does it matter? In, in, September, matter. in September, um, the salmon really run up here, so Do I they? think it's really crazy. Yeah. All right, so where's a great place to go fishing? Get, like now, I'm not asking you to tell us your special fishing hole or anything like that, but yeah, where's okay, a great, great place to go fishing? Like he, like, he, like down like, in Curlew? Yeah, or let's like, go Curlew. Um, either the Kettle River. Or Bonaparte Lake Resort. Okay. It's a really great place to go so fishing. What, what type of fish are in those? I don't fish, so. Oh. Um, <laughs> He's going to ti- you. <laughs> t- tiger trout, kokanee, rainbow trout, um, some uh, uh, big uh, largemouth bass, smallmouth. You know. Okay. Uh, basically, lake fish. So you like? Do you like lake fishing, or do you like river fishing, or do you want to go out into the 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 open open water? Um, I love ocean fishing a lot. Yeah. Like, um, I was fishing, reeling a bass when I was ocean fishing, got huh. really heavy, and I thought it was snagged. My dad tried to unsnag me. All of a sudden, I keep reeling it, and it keeps jerking. All of a sudden, huge, bl- uh, like a, how big do you think that link cod was, Dad? 40-inch green link cod wow. comes floating up with my bass in its mouth. <laughs> oh, good bait. <laughs> yeah, my dad and my grandpa are running into each other, grabbing the net. It was really, really fun. Okay. So you like fishing. Yes. A lot. I I love it so much. So <laughs> I bought my own boat with my music money. You bought your own boat? Yes. What what type of boat? What is it? Oh, uh, uh it it's a little it's a little, little rowboat. It's just a little tip can. Um, and I have a little electric motor that my aunt gave me. Uh-huh. And, w- and me and my grandpa, my dad just towed out to the lake, go fishing for a little bit, head home. All right. So you, if you if you weren't playing music, you'd be fishing. Yes, absolutely. All right, Caroline. If you weren't playing music, what would you be doing? Not fishing. <laughs> okay, well that's perfectly fine. <laughs> if I wasn't playing music, I would be cooking, or I would be honestly sleeping. Hey, <laughs> he's not wrong, probably, but I do not really have much of a life outside of my music. Okay, that's fine. But probably cooking. But I would probably go into that profession. Really? Yeah. Okay. I like it. So earlier on, I told teaching. you that's what teaching. I do. Teaching. Okay. Yep. So earlier on, I told you some of the questions I'd be asking. So this is that time where we're going to dust off things around Curlew that are okay. cool. Yeah. All right. I I love coffee. I I drink coffee all day, all all night. I, I asked you this question earlier, and JJ really disappointed me with his answer. So, Caroline, <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> where in in Curlew, or where where would I where should I go for coffee? So, there's no coffee in the town of Curlew. Really? It's very small. No, not one. Yeah. Um. Really? T- tugboats. 
It's kind of. Tugboats does not count. <laughs> it's like a breakfast drive okay. thing. I mean, you can get some there, but the best place, in my opinion, would probably be Sparky's Coffee House in Republic. It's great. Sparky's it's, Coffee House. Yes. And, sh- and Kayla, we love her. She's so awesome. She was one of our vendors for our music festival. And um, good, big ice cream cones, awesome coffee. It's just very cute in there. And her merch is cute, too. So right. Sparky's Coffee House is where I get my coffee. So do they make good chai lattes? Yes, absolutely. Very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> and I've only ordered them. Um, we actually went to a little private school next door. Uh-huh. So, like, they'll be on lunch, and uh, I got really good grades one year, so they gave me a pass where I could go outside, but I'd have to stay, like, three doors over. We it's went really to this funny. private school for, like, 15 minutes, so. That's funny. You gave me um, a pass so you could go outside. <laughs> so, like, like, on the street, so. <laughs> That's called prison. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's, yeah, good yeah. behavior. <laughs> <laughs> so I got like I said, 15 minutes in this school. Okay. All right. So how about lunch is always easy, you know, no stress type thing. So where's a good place for lunch? You can get some lunch at Sparky's as well, but in the town I like to go to Mountain View Coffee. They call it coffee, but it's really a cafe because they're really friendly. And also, surprisingly, I just learned that they're big fans of Small Town Strings, so that's pretty cool. And so if you're wondering, no, we do not get discounted rates. You don't get discounted. What's your go-to lunch there? Okay, so stay with me here. So it's a chicken panini. I love paninis. But they have... Very, very good. They have these little, like, it's a dressing, but they put pickles in it. So it's a chicken pickle panini, and it's my favorite. Okay. JJ? Um... The same, the same thing. We'll order the same thing. Like she'll go in, she'll be like, "What do you want?" She's like, "Just get me what you're getting," because I normally like it. Kay. But that was actually the first time I've ever had a churro, and that was like six months ago. Yeah, it's really crazy. Okay. Oh, uh, well, are you offended by the fact he didn't have a churro no, as I'm of just, six I, months ago? I'm just kind of <laughs> bemused by that fact. That's all. That's all. I'm just like, oh, okay. They gave him two free ones because of it. Okay. <laughs> They're really, really good. Now okay, they're all so in one. Favorite food on tour? <laughs> Cold pizza, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, baby. <laughs> Cold pizza. Yeah. Yes. So you not hot. You don't Cold not pizza. we 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 not like that we enjoy it. It's just like that's what we got. I think it's good. I'm a huge pizza fan. All right. A very important question. Pineapple, yes. Pineapple, yes. Pineapple, yes. Really? Yes. Are you pineapple? No. I'm pineapple. I knew I'm, you were going to ask I'm me that. I'm strong pineapple, no. I like barbecue chicken. That's my second favorite. No, no, no. The, the, he's so pineapple. Yes, he'll do barbecue chicken with pineapple. Yeah, that, that, that that's how you do it. That's how you do barbecue chicken. I love pineapple and pizza. Always Pineapple's really, really I like good. pineapple. I love pizza. I don't like them together. It's so I know. Weird. It, it's okay. people have the warm fruit mentality. It's not a thing for them. Yeah. All right. So what's your go-to pizza then? Um, It depends because we don't eat pork. Okay. So usually you have to ask for a pineapple pizza with just pineapple because you'll get right. bacon and stuff. Right. Um, and so I'll usually go for that, but I do like margarita pizzas. Okay. JJ. Um. Chicken barbecue chicken. Yeah. Pineapple. Barbecue chicken pineapple. Honestly, probably go barbecue chicken, and then um pepper and olive and um the jalapeno pizza. I really I really like that. And then pineapple. And you like, and you prefer pizza cold? 
than hot? I, I could go either way. I mean, it depends it's on the pizza. It's, hot, it's fine when it's cold. Yeah, but unless you get like the super cardboardy stuff, then when you cold it, like, it looks like, like yeah. stretchy almost. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. It's mainly like that with wood fire pizza I found. That'll get stretchy when it's cold. Right. But it's Obviously, so we've good. had a lot of pizza on this tour. <laughs> on tour. Let's see, yeah, let me ask you this question. So you guys, one of the things that we, we really, we, we, you've mentioned it, but we, ha- we haven't, it's not been a focal point, is you guys are related to a, a well-known performer. And so yeah. because of your relationship, well, I don't want to make assumptions. You've performed with, with Brandy before. Yes. Okay. So she is, is it safe to say that she has introduced you to people professionally? Of course. Okay. Yes. yes. All right, right. Earlier, I asked you if you could see anybody, and you said John Prime. Right. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to ask you the same question, but they have to be alive. Who would you like to perform with that you haven't performed with? I have. Uh, I love that because I've actually gotten to perform with quite a few people that I love. So who 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 haven't you performed with? Who who if if your if your phone was to ring like and you would go, Scott, I have to go because so and so is calling me, mm-hmm. and I'm leaving. Goodbye. Click. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Who? who who would you drop everything for and say, so you know, person X just called and they want us to play or me or you guys, it, might, it doesn't have to be the same person. So it can be complete. Okay. But they're calling you and they, they're saying we're playing a venue Saturday. Tickets are at the counter for you at the airline. Get on the plane. You're going to play with me. Oh, how realistic does it have to be? It can just be no, like my wildest. No, it doesn't have to be. It can be Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. That would be like the first one that comes to mind, but literally anyone could say that I would probably drop everything, but like in the dream world, it would be Dolly Parton. Why? Why Dolly Parton? I love, I have always loved Dolly. Have you ever been to Dollywood? Yes. yes I just we, got we to just go, go, go this summer and I'm telling, listen, I've been to a lot of theme parks in my life. That's some of the funnest roller coasters I've ever been on my life. All right. They're awesome. I think my son, Lightning the happiest Rod. I've ever seen my son was playing in the water park. They they had a Splash Mountain's awesome. No, well, I don't know what it was. It was just this this area where the kids could go and like squirt each other. And he was he was he was he had this. I still I don't know. He probably was nine years old, and I still remember that. And he's thirty. So I mean, just this. I don't want to say stupid grin, but like just this grin was plastered on his face, and I'd never seen anything before or since. Dollywood is magical. It's okay. awesome there. So JJ, how about you? Who who would if they were to call you and say we want you to come and play fiddle? Dirk Bentley. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. That is a great really? option. Yes. Why is that? Um, I got at um, Telluride. Tell you right. I got to go backstage. I was backstage with my aunt eating, eating uh, catering. and You have such a hard life. <sighs> I, I got know. It's really hard. It's a tough life. I, it's, it's really hard. No, no, no. I know. It's very mentally draining. Um, but... I was eating bre- I was eating my lunch, and Dirk Bentley comes over and sits down. At that time, I did not know if that was him. Right. And he goes, so what you doing? And, like, he had his ball cap on, and I was eating my food. I'm like, oh, just having a little bit of lunch. And he's like, oh, really? And then kind of turns his head up, and I looked him in the eyes, and I'm just like, holy cow. It's <laughs> Dirk Bentley. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just acting normal, hanging out with Dirk Bentley. Then um, his son, Knox, okay. was backstage playing Frisbee. With the wall or bouncing off the wall, I went over. I caught it, and he smiled. And I, me and him, were starting to play frisbee. Then Dirks dropped his lunch and came over and started playing frisbee too. It was really fun. So that's where I re- that really like Dirks. That's your thing. That's cool. Very normal guy. Yeah, Dirks is awesome. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It is cool. All right, let's go back into Washington State. <sighs> you like to play indoors or outdoors? Uh, indoors. Uh, indoors. Yes. Indoors. Oh, you both are indoors. Okay. So the thing is with indoors, and JJ, you'll probably agree with me, is we instruments are temperamental. When the temperature changes, the tension and the strings will change, and that will make them go out of tune. Mm-hmm. And so if it's hot, it's not good to play banjos in the summer because it's hot it'll go out of tune really it's not good to play banjos in the spring because (sighs) it'll rain and they'll get wet and go out of tune it's not good to play banjos in the fall either because it will it starts getting cold again and then it's definitely not good to play banjos in the winter because they'll go out of tune because it's cold it's also not good to play them in the summer either it depends. I'm just if, laughing because you just like, described the entire year. Yeah, it's no I good know, to play that's banjo. a joke. Well, that's well, why it's funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can you can play them throughout the t- entire year. It just has to be like when it's like a nice day, when it's like sixty degrees, seventy degrees, that kind of nice day. Like I like unless in- it's not. <laughs> unless it's right. not. Okay. All right. So, I like indoor shows. So is your favorite instrument to play the banjo? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Fiddle. Do you you play? What else do you play? I play fiddle, mandolin, bass, guitar, and I sing. And a little bit of piano. Okay. Dobro. You play dobro? Yeah, a little Sings bit. Sings harmony. Okay, what are, you, what are you playing besides banjo? Uh, guitar and piano. Guitar and piano? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to play any other instruments? Yes, bass. What? You already I, do a little bit of bass. I can do it a little bit, but you'll play it so much better than me. I want to be able to play it better. Mm-hmm. And how about you? Do you want to learn anything else? I want to learn the cello because that's, um, Josh played the cello. Okay. We love the drama too. I love drama. Even though I'm not very dramatic at all. Yeah, I'm not seeing that in you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not seeing that in you at all. <laughs> all right. Songwriting. Ooh, okay. What inspires you? creatively in the songwriting process i'm not like other songwriters where they can just have an idea and they can sit down and just write i have to be in the right headspace for it i have to be away from my from work whether it be school or just like my phone or my computer touring stuff whatever that may be set up for shows i have to be away from all of that to be able to write and i think being um, out with the having not like all of the things like nice weather, being somewhere nice mm-hmm. is what gives me in the songwriting headspace. Um, I think when it comes to songwriting, collaborating is really important to me. I'm very much um a believer in starting a song or writing a whole song and then handing it and then grabbing somebody and saying, Hey, I'm going to play you this song. What do you think? And having them come in and be like, I have an idea. Can we change this thing and this thing and maybe turn this thing around? And so eventually like I have written whole songs and then recorded them. And then the end product and what I started with are two extremely different things. I think that's great. Okay. JJ, how about you? Um, because earlier you said, I don't know if we were recording this, but you said you played, you wrote a song and you played it live. And yes. It, you were nervous. I, I was nervous when I played it live. How well, was it? Re- how was it received? Um, 
it, it made me really nervous because when Caroline played the song, she wrote people, no offense to you, they were, they were still like chattering, like whispering, you know. But like when they did, when I did my song, I introduced it, which was a really big part of it. And then the crowd went really silent, which made me really, really nervous. So I'm like, and a standing ovation. Yeah. But the, like in the, this but bar the, crowd, too. But at first, the crowd goes really silent, which would be, like for me, that'd be terrifying. Yeah, and like it was really quiet. I'm like, look for somebody who's not, look for somebody who's not looking at me. Come on, come on, come on. Nope. Oh, okay, look at the ground. <laughs> okay, and look at the ground. Look at your, look at your hands. Um, and I played the song, and then afterwards, the crowd kept cheering for so long and made me a little nervous. I'm like... Should I be doing something? <laughs> um, and I kind of looked at Carolyn and gave her the death stare, which means, get up here. I need help, please. And, and she kind of chuckled and laughed. And then I'm like, darn you, get up here. So <laughs> Finally, she walked up. So the death stare, so that's that, is that that sibling communication, that nonverbal sibling look you can give, and they know? You look at them with a completely straight face, like just dart at their eyes, and like don't blink, mm-hmm. or you do the, like, Blink where you close your eyes, too, like, like eyebrows, and you blink really hard, like squeeze your eyes shut, and they're like, okay. This one right here. It's or, it's, or it's a really creepy smile, like, hi. Because when you're on stage, you can't show that like everything is going wrong, so it's kind of like a, oh my gosh, what the heck? Figure it out, bro. Or if something goes wrong, you're like, that was the coolest thing ever. Never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's what it is right That's there. That's awesome. All right. But nothing ever goes wrong when you're playing live. Everything goes wrong. Everything goes live. wrong. So what's they don't gone, need to know that. What's gone wrong? Like <laughs> let's talk let's talk some examples. What's been some like what's been some like Reliving the trauma. Yeah, That's really, what we're yeah. gonna do. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> Parents are going, we have more therapy bills. Why? No. no. Um what's gone what's gone wrong in a show? I have one specific story. Okay. Are you thinking of what I'm thinking? Does, does it involve me? No. Okay. Then I'm not thinking what you're thinking. Okay. You can go first because no. mine's pretty long. No. Tell your long story, please. So it was the first, it was one of our first gigs that we were doing without our entire band. It was just going to be me and JJ uh-huh. and we were going to do it and it was, it was fine. We, they, we, we were in a fine spot and we went and we go set up and there was this drum kit. We don't have a drummer. Right. Oh, um, <laughs> I know the story now. If you could see his face, it's worth it. It's, <laughs> it's priceless. so worth it. No, 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 it was. So there's this drum kit behind where we were setting up. I won't Don't use you. names. I will not use anybody's names. <laughs> uh, no names, no businesses. But there is this drum kit behind where we were setting up. And um, it was fine. We're like, okay, drum kit. I wonder if they have like another band that's coming in after us. Okay, whatever. And so we set up and we started to play this show. It's, it's, it's going fine, right? Yeah, we're doing great. It, it The setup was kind of sucky because it was like a dinner theater type thing. Okay. And so it was this flat, and but they had all of the chairs turned away from us. And I'm an attention hog. I don't like that. I want everyone to be paying attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it was fine, right? And we were, and we were doing the show. And not, nobody was really paying super close attention, but it was fine, right? And... And there's there's some kids that are running around being a little bit crazy, but you know what? It's it's fine. Sometimes you just don't get the best gig, and that's okay. We do the show right. We get sorry. We get we get told a couple times too that that our sound is too loud because uh-huh. we, we were in, we were kind of in a place where we had some speakers going directly towards people because of where we set up. So we're like, okay, we'll just turn it down a little bit. And eventually, these things start to add up on your consciousness, and you're like, oh my gosh. 
And we're finishing towards the set. And we take a break. Take a break to go get dinner. And we go in to get line this dinner. And this guy who was watching the show closely, he, he said it was a great show that he is a drummer. And I was like, oh, oh, your eyes tell me you know where this is going. I have a hunch. And, and um, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, drummer, yeah. And we get our food. We finish our break. And we go and we start up again. Granted, it was towards the end of the event, so it was not a lot of food to eat, which was. So we start the um, we start the show back up again, and it's fine. It's going regular, same old, same old. And then we're doing this um, what song we're doing? We're doing this Bee Gees cover. You know the song "Too Much Heaven," uh-huh. the one that goes, "Nobody gets too much heaven no more." Uh-huh. And we were doing it in like in like a a soft acapella singer songwriter style. We were just singing three part harmony. It was just a three part in the guitar. And so it gets, you go ahead and start singing the part, just to sing it. And Nobody nowhere, gets too much heaven. And there me. is a person climbing into the drum kit, and they are just going so hard over this soft singer songwriter Kruthi song. It's like, Nobody gets, except for that, but very out of time and very not a good drummer. And so we're like, oh, and then we're like, and you can't, and we're just talking about that. You can't display how horrific this is. Right. So you kind of just have to continue on. We finish the song. We like cut out the four verses and we do like two. So did you guys give that that nonverbal cue at each other? Like wrap this up, wrap this up. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But but the thing is the guy wouldn't leave. They wouldn't leave. And so we're like, okay, so this person is out leaving quick. Let's play wagon wheel. Okra Medicine Show. It's literally, it's like impossible to mess up. Because it, it's a very big, loud song. So we start it. We start it. And we start playing the song, right? And he starts his solo. And this guy starts drumming so hard that we di- we can't hear anything out of the monitors anymore because it's so loud behind us. Uh-huh. And to this point where JJ and Dad are losing themselves because <laughs> they can't hear each other. So at one point, because it's, it's JJ mean dad in the line that we're standing in and so i'm putting my ear this way and tilting my banjo this way so i can play the chords and jj can hear my banjo because it's a very loud instrument uh-huh and listening to dad play to try to keep us all together till the song's over then he leaves because we end the set we were like only like halfway through the second set and we're like no we're done <laughs> you're uh-huh. done we're done all right all right that's JJ, my horror story jj you got to top that well, I don't know that you can. Caroline, I don't. I don't know that you no, can. That that same story, but I'm just gonna put a couple things in there that happened. There was there was a it was a Valentine's Day party. Okay. And there was a whole bunch of pink, red, and maybe Valentine's light pink. Valentine's covered balloons. Okay. They were all over the floor. And this one kid found something sharp. Don't know what it was. It was colorful and sharp, so that scared me. And I'm a very jumpy guy. Like, I was walking past my uncle's house, and I didn't think anybody was there, and he was just working out inside the door, and I turn around, and I see him, scared the crap out of me. Okay. And I go to, I was playing my solo, right? Oh, really jamming. All of a sudden, I hear, pop! And it was a kid popping balloons. <laughs> like, he had a whole pile of them, and he was just going, pop, 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 pop. And Caroline, again, had to play to my ear so I could hear myself through the popping of balloons. It was it was it horrific. Was, it was horrific. Oh my gosh! All right. <laughs> no, names. it's a ra- it's a great story though. It's, it's a great story. It's a great story. It is story. a great story. Traumatic story, but yeah. great story. 
All right. Let me ask you this question. Where can people find out about the band? Where online you have an online Yeah, we have a we have um we have an Instagram and a Facebook, which mm-hmm. is Small Town Strings. And we have um we have a website now. And it's smalltownstrings.com. And that's going to have, like, some bios about me and JJ. You can get our merch online there. And um, we will we'll usually, when I can remember to put upcoming gigs on there, I'll put them there. <laughs> Keyword, what I can remember. Okay. But if you want to get, like, like, pretty consistent updates that are like accurate probably instagram and facebook in- instagram is your is yeah. that the, is that your go-to yeah instagram is my go-to but i can do facebook just fine yeah okay i don't have any absolutely any like online or any social things on my phone i mean i have my text messages that i text my mom and dad on mm-hmm. my sister it's pretty much it no social channels Nope. Well, he has an You're Instagram. Smart, I have an Instagram, but it's, it's on, on my phone, phone, so I don't You're use smart. it. I think yeah. you, I think it's you can get so distracted by it. I fish all the time. You fish <laughs> all the time. That, that's how I wrote my song. Yeah, I wrote it on a chili bowl when I was fishing. Okay, wait. We're, okay, that's a story. Let's let let's let's please share the whole story. Um, it was in Bonaparte Lake Resort, that lake I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. And I decided that I was going to go for a little walk on the side of the lake because I love being alone in the wilderness. It makes me happy. Okay. Unless I know that I can't contact anybody, then that scares me. Okay. But I wasn't alone in the wilderness. I was by the lake. Huge canyon, so I can yell across. And I had my tackle box, my fishing pole, and the chili bowl I was eating from because I was hungry. So... I happened to be fishing, and I thought of lyrics, because I was having a lot of stress and anxiety that day, uh-huh. and it gave me time to think about it, so I thought of the lyrics, um, and I was thinking about what I had to do tomorrow, and then what about the next day, and that's where I got my first lyric of the song, I think Too Far Ahead, Things I Should Have Said, those are the first two lyrics, and I thought, oh, I gotta write that down, that might be useful sometime, and I'm like, gosh dang, I don't have a pen, so I go, and... I think my dad gave me a letter in case of emergency, which, eh, should you give your son a letter? I don't know. But that was a long time ago. So I went and I took took a stick and I just made a little bit of charcoal and I started writing on the back of the bowl because that's what I had. And oh, Jeremiah Johnson style. Oh, yeah. So that's how I first writ, uh, wrote the song. All and right. I lost half my bowl of chili. <laughs> this, the, the challenges of being an artist. It's yeah. suffering. So how... Let me ask you this: You you started you got this inspiration for the lyrics, Caroline. Earlier, you said you wrote a song and it completely changed. You giving an example and you were completely okay with it, right? Yeah. So your song, from the from the idea when you're carving it into the chili bowl to where it's at, did it change a lot? It did not because I didn't really have it open to collab for a very very long time. When it did change, I was in an airport really tired and I couldn't think straight so if, if I, my mind was going I probably wouldn't have shared it but it wasn't so I did share it it's kind of <laughs> like if somebody's had too many drinks they're like sure I'll share it and they're like would I do that <laughs> so that's kind of how I felt but okay. overall it actually went really really well I only shared it with my family Caroline and my dad okay and we loved working on it too it's a really yeah. awesome song okay you gonna keep writing songs 
Mm, maybe. Or do you need maybe. more chili bowls? I need more chili bowls. More chili bowl time. Just got to have chili bowls and a lighter and a stick. I'm good to go. Okay. <laughs> How about you, Caroline? You going to keep keep writing? Yeah. Yeah? I'm very much into the story writing. I like writing stories, that fictional stuff. That's okay. really my favorite subject in school is creative writing. Okay. And Well, you said earlier history. What what yeah. era of history do you like? Um, like World War II history a lot. People find that odd because it's it's just like an it's awful, like gruesome and really like a heavy stuff. But I like it a lot. I think it's very interesting and I like learning about it. I like um Renaissance history okay. and I like um classical music history. So like I don't know what era you'd call like Mozart, Beethoven. Right. What kind of history you'd call that, but I like that. Okay. All right. That's newfound, but I like it a lot. All right. Well, so you have a website, Facebook, Instagram. Yes. Are you on YouTube at all? You yeah, do, a little yeah. bit. Do, a little bit. Do you, guys, mm. do you record your shows? Me, uh, uh, video? Do you, do you guys uh, record them? Sometimes, yeah. Like our bigger shows that we did on like main stage with Aunt Brandy, people in the crowd will record it and post it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I mean, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Well, maybe Facebook too, though. But yeah, probably, probably Facebook too. Um, Facebook is a scary place. <laughs> I, I, Twitter's I scary. No, I just got told that. I have no idea if it really okay. is. Social media generally can be scary. All right. We're going to wrap this up with this last question. So what didn't I ask you that I should have? If I like green or blue. How do we forget that? I know, right? <laughs> what is your favorite color? Favorite color? Blue. Blue? How about you? Favorite color? Seafoam green. Seafoam. I'm very specific. <laughs> I know. Everybody spe- says it when I tell them. So I, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you another question because I was talking to somebody today. Um, they're going to be a guest on the show and they have, they, they, they do something similar to this. And so they always end their questioning. So I always get out of jail free. It's like, what, what didn't I ask you that I should have asked you? Right. Okay. Cause that way their question is this cake or pie. And why? <gasps> and oh. why? And why? I and like why? that. I like Lines. that. I'm going to I'm going to use that a lot a lot. Cake or pie? And it, why? JJ? Um I, I don't know. Um I think <laughs> You're gonna I could me do, as someone who makes cakes. So, I Caroline, I love your cakes, but I only love your carrot cake. That's a that good one. thing. <laughs> pie. I have to say really? pie. All right. And why? Cake, people, whenever like they get a cake, they're like, let's put four inches of frosting on it. And I'm like, no, I want a cake, just the cake part. Or like I can stand an ice cream cake. But pies, they don't have any frosting. And they go really good with ice cream, which is like my favorite thing. And cold apple pie. Cold apple pie. All right. Caroline. See, I'm the exact opposite. I love frosting. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna say okay, I'm a cake person. All right. But I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise you. Ready? I am actually a bigger, bigger than pie, bigger than cake. I am a cheesecake person. Cheesecake. I could take cheesecake over pie. Absolutely. But to stay on topic, are you not a cheesecake person? Oh, I love cheesecake. Okay. No, no, I'm just like going. I'm just remember this is the first time I've asked this question and now I'm starting to see how it could go out of control that's yes. why I'm giving you a this look. question is out of control yeah. but just sticking with the question I'm gonna say cake what type of cake and why um I like I like carrot cake as well okay um and I just like I'm trying to think of all the best cakes I've had in my life I'm a big strawberry cake person okay but not like the stinking like the 
chemically back stuff, like a good a good strawberry cake. A good strawberry cake? Yeah. Okay. Once again, what didn't we talk about that we should have talked about? Maybe our music festival. Yes. What yes. What tell me more, please. Um, so me and JJ during the pandemic when everything was shut down, mm-hmm. we were booked to go and play a lot of festivals, but they we couldn't do that obviously. And we were driving home. Actually, it was me and JJ, my mom, giving credit, all where credit well, is due. because you're not old enough to drive. Somebody had to be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Let's just clear that up right now. <laughs> um, and we, we were we were sad because we didn't have any music festivals to go to. I think one of our biggest shows had just been canceled. And okay. we were coming home. And we're like, you know what? Why can't we just... We can just do our own music festival. And so we brought it to my dad brought it to our music teacher who we talked about earlier mm-hmm. who's put on a few festivals before i came up with this idea together and then we started planning it so over like the entire like tw- end of uh, march of 2020 i think and till the august of 2020 we planned this music festival well realistically it started more in like february which was realized that we needed more time than that it Mm -hmm. was great the first year was awesome but it takes a lot to go into planning a music festival and to be honest we started this music festival for our own selfish love of wanting to play live Mm -hmm. and see live music but we also our family is it's very important to us to give back because we have awesome opportunities because so we want to give back all of the time and so we created the kettle river music festival foundation okay which is dedicated to supporting music, specifically kids and music. Okay, that's great. And we did a couple things. Um, we did a college campus tour. Three, we did Spokane Community College, Gonzaga, and Central Washington. Okay. And we did some college tours. Um, we did. We helped fund a music workshop to teach kids how to play instruments. And this year at the festival, we gave a $2,500 scholarship out to a girl who's going to be a music teacher. And so where's the festival? When and where is the festival? Or when was it and where and what's the future look like? So the festival is is the first weekend in August. Mm -hmm. And it's up in Curlew, where we live, in our hometown. And it's got a website, kettlerivermusicfestival.org, where you can find all the information, get some tickets, all that good stuff. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the one we're going into, I think, is going to be our third one. Yeah, our That's third cool. year. So the next year will be the third year. Yes. Okay. So super easy to plan a festival. Everyone's available. Yeah, anybody, really, anybody really easy. Play, no problem. I can be there for you. No, oh, no, yeah. no, no logistical challenges. No logistical challenges. Super easy. There was no problem with power or like with vendor <laughs> or, or Wi-Fi or seating, legal stuff. No problems with any of that. Super easy. Probably only takes like 15 minutes. Everyone should have their own festival. Everyone should do their own festival. Do it at your house. It's literally so easy. But yeah. Where 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 is the festival held at? So it's at the Stotts. Um, year round, it's an RV park. But okay. For our weekend, it becomes a festival ground. So it starts festival grounds up okay. where we live. Right. So from here, it's probably about six hours. Yeah, it's a ways. Curlew's n- close to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> close to Canada. Close to Canada. Yeah, how far mm-hmm. from Canada? 15 minutes. Is it that close? Yes. We used to have a house that was like on the border. Like if you went out to feed the animals, you would be in Canada. Well, you could see it anyways. Huh, okay. And that's up in, no, I'm talking about up in Danville, like way yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Danville's like five miles. Yeah. All right. Crazy stuff. Okay. Well, thank you both for making this happen. This has been a lot of fun for me. Yes, yeah, it was very this fun. was awesome. Yeah, I really appreciate it. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing you guys in Okinawa. Yeah. Oh, oh see. Oh my gosh. Oh, I said Okinawa. Long story. I was the PA announcer for the Wenatchee Apple Sox baseball team this year. Oh, cool. And our, the best player in the on the team was from Okinawa, Japan. So every game I had to announce, you know, that you know his name is Joey. His name is Joeichiro Oyama. And so Joeichiro from from Okinawa, Japan, number number thirty four, Joeichiro Oyama, and I would write it out because I knew all summer long. I would one of those days I was going to say Okinawa, Okanagan, Washington. I just knew I was going to do it, and I didn't. But here, instead of saying Okanagan, I said Okinawa. And, and yet I just, here I, you are. And here I am making the mistake, just the opposite. I was afraid of. Um. Well, here's to continued success, and I hope you guys continue to. Uh, enjoy your musical careers. Yeah, thank All you right. so much. JJ's first interview, by the way. Yep. Well, nicely done. Interview podcast. Yeah. So? It's like her fourth one. You know, she's famous. She's famous. <laughs> she's well, famous. You, you know, you, you need to work. You need to work on your your PR, man. You got to up yeah. a game. Yeah. You did great. Yeah, you, cool. You did awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was really fun. Join us next time for another episode of the Exploring Washington State podcast.